So in the first two prakrim, he, he kind of sold us on a beautiful idea that the reason we're struggling so much, of course, we have to fight the Yitzhahara and we have to try to do mitzvahs. But that's on this level of darkness. But we could also, you know, dim the lights up. And if we raise the light in our mind to be more connected to Hashem, then automatically those battles are not going to be the same level of battle anymore. And therefore, this is why, this is why Hashem went ahead and He gave us, He gave us luminaries. He gave us power plants to draw light from. He didn't leave us stranded. He's like, if I'm going to put you down on earth and you have to like find me, it's never going to happen. We need help. So he gave us things not to make our lives more difficult and complicated and bog us down. He gave us luminaries. He gave us power plants. He gave us, like I have over here, I don't know if you could see it. See that huge spotlight to create light so that We'll have light, spiritual light in our minds, and the seesaw will, will, will tilt, right? We have to tap into it though. Now what are these things, right? He gave us Tyre Mitzvahs, Vinyanim Suguyim, and certain special things that are meritorious, they're gonna bring us Sgula, Miyuchadim specifically, and we're gonna learn what they are. That shine from their light in order to enlighten the mind and heart of every Jew. Number one. The Torah is not a textbook. The Torah is not a dry manual. The Torah is not a subject. The Holy Torah has in it the ability to shine light on those that learn it. A mitzvah is like a candle that gives light, limited light, like a flashlight. Taira is like Ur. But someone who's connected to Taira is like Kivin Sheheir Hayoim, Nitzumikulam, Tizrach Hashem, It means the sun comes out. One is a flashlight in a dark room, which is very helpful compared to being in a dark room. And the other one is turning on the lights. A mind who's connected to Tyra, which he's going to talk about, is a mind that has light in it. What happens when you have light enlightened in your mind? All the good stuff. What happens when you don't tap into the lights that Hashem gives you? All the bad stuff. The seesaw. So of course we have more sin. Of course we're more miserable. Of course we have more losses. And this way we have more victories with less, less fighting. Because there's clarity. So it's easier to win. So we're investing our energy to tapping into the luminaries instead of having the energy of fighting every single fight. And they're still going to fight because the higher Kalshi, Gadol, Yitzhar Gadol, it's not so simple. But it's a different type of fight because you have clarity. It says, Can Chazal teach us? What is it? An example of like we said before, somebody's going, it's dark, and he falls into pits and thorns, the list in Bayim love, and all of the uh, the people waiting to mug you, they're going to attack you. This is very important to understand. It's not a subject. Of course, we get we get scared to learn it, but it's so much more. 
The Torah Taisha is a mitzius of art. It is a reality. It's an entity of light. And it lights up the darkness that are in the soul of a Yid. Because the merit, the school of the Torah is is the idea of what the Torah can do to us is if we fill our minds with Torah, and again, we're not going to become black belts overnight, but every drop on the seesaw that we spoke about brings more light into our mind. It gives us, therefore, more clarity, more focus. Come, have a seat. Clarity of the mind. And therefore, like we spoke before, that when we are in darkness, it's us against every aver, it's us against the lust, us against the desire. We have no vision, we're very limited, there's walls all around us. It starts to expand our vision. And that's the beginning of Das Torah. What does it mean, Das Torah? Someone who has Das Torah, he's seeing a different world than we're seeing. He's not stuck, he's not limited. He's seeing like we spoke before about the hot air balloon. He sees the idea, but he also sees the things around it, and he also sees the ramifications. He's living in a whole different planet. And also, it's interesting that when the Torah takes over the mind, even it could surpass the mind of the human being. There are many stories of it. One that I just heard recently of Reb Chaim Kanievsky's Zatzal, where he said something to somebody, and the person listened to it, and he thought it, uh, thought about it, and he said, so do you mean to say this and this? And Reb Chaim said, thought about it, and he said, Ulai, maybe. He said, as I said it, he explained, as I said these words, I started to think what made me say that, and I started to think, yeah, prob- maybe that's really what I, that's probably why I said it. And that's why tzaddikim, when you ask them questions and they're on the level of Das Torah, they're not answering you based on their knowledge of business or health or the, the, the Torah is in their brain. They're connected to a different realm. says, We know that when Hashem created the world, He created it with a spiritual light. He saw that the world cannot exist with this light. Why? Because if everything that we've been learning for the last two chapters would be a reality, and everybody would have 100% of Arasadas, there would be no reality of materialism in the world, no desires. Yitzhahara would not be able to convince us to sin ever, because we all know that it's really not a smart thing to do. And there would be no world. There would be no Project Earth. So he hid this light. So where did he hide it? Heichen Gonzu. It says it was hidden in the Torah. On those who learn in the Torah, it's interesting that it says there were 36 hours that this light existed and it was put into the 36 volumes of Shas. And in the Shas is being connected to that light. We all know of the famous Chayzim Lublin, the famous Tzadik, the Chayzim. And why was he called the Chayzim? Because he was able to see from one side of the world to the other side of the world. And many stories of his Ruach HaKadosh and all of that. And we have many stories in our Dar of Ruach HaKadosh, of so many, so many stories. Where does it come from? This person sitting, all he has is a Gemara and a Shender, and he's sitting in wherever, and he's sitting and he's doing this, and then he could ask some questions and he could say, this person is going to live, this person is going to die. I have personal stories with Sadiqim, unbelievable. Just, just to open up our minds. 
it was a family that they had a fire. On a Friday night, the father went to learn in Kyle. It's hard to understand. He was spared. But when he got back, his wife and his many children were all taken to the hospital. There was a fire. And it looked like they were all going to die. The Hatzalah member said that when the fireman took the baby and put it in his arms, he said it was like a dead piece of wood. The two-year-old was, was I mean, they, they were all in comas, and it was very, very bad. He called a certain tzaddik, and the tzaddik gave a bracha shalema for every single one in the family, except for one. And this chassid understood what that meant, and he started crying and begging, and, and the Rebbe said, Echkenisht, Echkenisht, I can't, I can't. And the next day she died, I was at the Leviah. And I saw, with my own eyes, I was in the hospital with the two-year-old who started to recover but was blind. I saw now, 15, 20 years later, they're all healthy, fully, fully healthy. How does somebody know who's going to live, who's going to die? I had a friend of mine that he went to a Rebbe in, in, in uh, and, and Litvaks can do this also, but the Rebbe, uh, I guess we spread it better, you know, see them have more of a spreading it power. They look at all these, all these stories, where, where does it come from? He went in with a kvittel to, to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe said, you're missing a name. He said, Rebbe, I, I have five children, it's not like I have 12, you know, maybe I'm missing one. And the Rebbe said, you're missing your name. When he left, he called his wife, and his wife said, I just found out I'm pregnant. And there's so many stories like that. It's Feltnish kan stories. We're not missing stories of Tzaddik. Where does it come from? It can't come from, I mean, where? What? what? He's just learning. But the Das Taira, which is a connection to a different world, that the nation was going in the darkness, but they saw a great light. This is referring to the light that was created in the first day of the world. And I'm going to say it again. And you already know by now what I'm going to say. Don't get turned off and say, well, that's never going to be me. First of all, you never know. But second of all, maybe you're right. This is teaching us how to tap into light and to work on it more and more and more. And that's something we need to focus on. That when we learn and we connect to Torah, it is a source of light. Number two, B'chein Shabbos Kaidish. And I highly encourage everybody to learn Nesiv Shalom Chelek Beis. The first part is on Shabbos. I, I, at one point, I was to have a Chavusa every Arab Shabbos for an hour to learn that, to go into Shabbos. To understand that Shabbos Kaidish sounds like a lot of rules, totally missing the point. Most people, it's very sad, even from people, really have no idea what Shabbos is. In fact, I have to, I have to give a, a, a little bit of a, what's it called? Self-promotion? That's why I spent years and years writing a book based on a Siva Shalom called CPR, Resuscitation of the Soul, which is what Shabbos is. It resuscitates our soul. And it's, I did it, I made it for teenagers, but it's for everybody. And it's a shame that people can live their whole life and not even know what Shabbos is. Could you believe and some people think that the reason why Hashem made Shabbos is as follows. He finished the word, world, He worked hard Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right? Nothing's been created since. All the pieces of the puzzle are there, and he's like, what's it missing? Well, we're going to have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. You know what's missing? These Jewish people, when are they going to sleep? I want to create a day, an extra day. I'm going to insert it every seven days so they can sleep as much as possible because I'm so concerned about their sleep intake. 
When are they going to eat? When are they going to eat more food in one meal than they do a whole week? How are they all going to be overweight? How are they all going to have the highest cholesterol? How are they going to have a time to, to, um, to drink more than they should, to have like, not one type of herring like in the olden days, but today how many types of herring are there, ladies? A dozen. In Crown Heights, maybe there's a dozen. Go to the Hungarians, there's two dozen. Polish only slav, schmaltz and matches, that's it. Right in, in Queens, in the Stiebel, that's it. But you go pepper crust, and then, so Hashem was like very concerned over our materialistic world that He decided to add a day so we can not have to work because He was worried about us overworking. Jews don't usually overwork, right? That's what we have Gaim for. <laughs> we hire them to overwork. Like that. That's why Hashem created a world. And He said, by the way, even though you're living. Um, with an extra day every week, an extra 52 days, I will give you the same amount of money at the end of the year, as if, you know, don't worry about it. And he said, whatever money you spend on that day, I'm going to pay you back for it. Because he wanted us to have a day to sleep as much as possible, to overindulge in Gashmias as much as possible. There are people who really think that. That that's why Hashem created a day of rest. He rested, so we rest. I mean, it's so fundamentally shallow. Hashem needed to rest, he was like, whew, what a week I had. You know, here for a billion years, I did absolutely nothing, and now six days in a row, and I, I'm wiped. I don't know. I need, a day of, I need a day of rest. I need to rest, you know? So now, since he rested, so if he had to rest, so for sure we need to rest, and that's why we rest. Nebuch, that there are from people who believe that. So learn to see Vishalom Chalik Beis, and if you don't, if you can't go to the original, I think it's like $22 or $25, and you get a full money-back guarantee if you read it with you, yourself, your family, your kids, and you don't like it, bring it back to me. Used, I will buy it for you full price. For $25, it's a good deal. CPR. Okay? And transform your understanding from the third grade level of what Shabbos is and why Hashem created it to an adult mature understanding and bake it into your kids. Shabbos is makrine or makrina biyuhudi as a ars hadas. Shabbos was created because as we go through the work, the work days of the work week, our minds, our spiritual minds become darker and darker and darker and darker. That's the fact of life because we're busy. Busy doing the things that we need to do during the week. So Hashem gave us a day full of light. He said, you don't have to do any of those things that you have to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You don't have to do them. So that way you can tap into the light. You can get your suntan. It's one day to go to the beach and get a suntan. That's what I'm giving it to you for. I want you to be able to retain your color. So Hashem wants us to have ur in our minds, and if we would take out Shabbos out of a few of the weeks in a row, then within three, four, five weeks maximum, we would not recognize ourselves or see Hashem at all. We would be out. Hashem is meant to bring us back. I'm not going to give a whole shear now on Shabbos, but i got to say my favorite example that Hashem put into my head. I once went swimming in an ocean. And I don't really swim. I was just like doing, what's that called? Dog paddle. Hmm? Dog paddle. Dog paddle. Just treading. treading water. Just like just trying not to drown, you know, kind of thing. In the shallow water. Pretty much in the shallow. It's up to here. And I'm just like hanging out. After a half an hour, I got out of the water. I went on the beach. You know the muscle? I went on the beach. And the craziest thing happened. All my stuff was gone. My, my towel was gone. My sneakers was gone. 
My, it's unbelievable. But then what was nuts, I looked up, my hotel was gone. I mean, somebody went ahead in just a half an hour, stole my clothing and a hotel. It was unbelievable. I looked up, it's gone. Finally, I looked all the way down, and like a half a mile away was the hotel. Why? Because there's something called an undercurrent. You don't even have to. See, you don't even see it. You don't notice it. And if you don't fight against the undercurrent, you will float. You get slept. In the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, there is an undercurrent that pulls us away. So the next time I went in the ocean, I got smarter. Every five minutes, I looked up, I saw my hotel is there, and I went back. I kept on readjusting. That's what Shabbos is. Shabbos is to go back to the purity that we had and the clarity of Ha'aras Hadas and to take away from the confusion that makes us float away from our tachlis, our tafkid, why we're here in this world, what our purpose is. And it puts light into our life. Like the Pesach says, So before we learned the first chapter, we wouldn't know what that means. To know that I am Hashem, to know, but now we know, we learned the first time, what does das mean? I'm not going to tell you, because you have to learn the first chapter, and you know what das is. Das is akaras habayre. Lo das, I gave this to you so you should have akaras habayre. So you should know, because if I didn't give you Shabbos, after six days, or twelve, or after a few weeks, it won't take very long, you will have no knowledge that I am Hashem at all, making you holy, that everything will be out the window. Hainu. Shabbos Kodesh gives enlightenment of the mind to Klal Yisrael. That's the purpose of it. And of course, again, that's why the Yitzhahara, who does not want that, wants to distract us. So he'll do anything possible. He'll call it a Kiddush Abbat. He'll do whatever it is, which could be used to bring you more Ha'aras Adas, or it could be used to pull us away from accomplishing it. If we leave Shabbos with the same level of as we went into Shabbos, then we wasted the whole opportunity that we were given of that 25 hours. Hainu Shabbos Kodesh is a time of Ha'aras Hadas, enlightenment of mind, for Klal Yisrael, like we say, like the entire Avis who brings down the Maimer of the Zaira Kodesh that we say, and a lot of people like to sing this, it became a big Chazanish. You want to do it? Shabbos. The secret of Shabbos is Shabbos. What does it mean? The secret of Shabbos is Shabbos. Raz Bigamatriar. What is the secret of Shabbos? It's light. It's the light of the Shabbos. Now you can go through a picture book and it could show you a guy going to shul. No, it'll start off a guy going to the mikvah. Hopefully he won't show a picture in the mikvah, but the guy's going to the mikvah. Then a guy comes out. And then all the preparation, the white tablecloth. It'll show you all of the external stuff. If that's what you get out of it, you're missing the point. Because the secret of Shabbos is the connection to Hashem, the light that goes into our minds. The light that comes through Shabbos, through these things that we have to do, that is the Iker main secret of Shabbos. But if you listen to this, very, very important. If you keep Shabbos perfectly, with all the Chumras, and all the extras, you do everything perfectly. But you don't work to feel 
the aura, the emotional, spiritual light of Shabbos that it's offering you, hameira benishmas Yehudi that is lighting up your neshama, ha'iker chaser etzloi. You missed the boat. You missed the main things. A person can live his whole life, or 50, 60, 70 years, he's medactic in every halacha, and he's shomer Shabbos, but he didn't get out of it what you need to get out of it, which only comes through doing that. You can't go against the will of Hashem, and not be machmir, not be medactic, and not follow Shabbos, and get the R. But to do everything, and not get the R, you're missing the point of it all. The main bracha is the light and the joy of Shabbos. Now, we already did number one, number two, we're going to do number three, then we're going to wrap it up. Another amazing focus, I don't know if there's like a better word, a spotlight, a luminary, a something that just like sheds light, pushes light into a certain area, right? Into our soul is the Indian of Eretz Yisrael. Kemurumas bechazal avir Eretz Yisrael machkim. They're trying to show us that the the atmosphere of Eretz Yisrael's machkim makes us smarter. It does not mean we're better at math. It means that we're smarter. And like it says in Rabbi Yehuda Levi in his in his songs, Chai nishmois nishamais avir Eretzcha. The air of your land is the sustenance of our souls. The Sham Evhalanafshi is there that I choose to open my soul. It is there that I choose in Eretz Yisrael to open my soul in the place where the divine spirit is poured upon your chosen ones. And it says in the Khuzri, on the question it says, you know, we don't really hear about people living in Eretz Yisrael, that they're so much better off than the rest of the world. Right? How could it be that what you're saying is true? The Kuzi already asked this question. We don't really see it. So he says, it's like a har. It's like a mountain. And there are certain places where the wines are so expensive. Why? Because it, these vineyards are unbelievable. However, as much as this vineyard is so amazing that it can produce the most expensive wine in the world, if you don't do the work, right? If they didn't plant the grape seeds, and doing the work, that is fitting in order to do this work, you would not get those grapes, that wine. We have a place. We have a place that if we do the work, right, that that place will be more matzliach. But you can't have this skula, this extra help. But you can't get this without this place. Just like you can't get it. Just like you can't get these fine, fine uh, wines without that special vineyard. But you also can't get the special, even with the vineyard, with the special, if you don't do the work. Same thing with Eretz Yisrael. Medrash Shaykhotayv says, If you want to find the Shechina on earth, go learn Tarin Eretz Yisrael. So interesting, Tarin Eretz you know Tarin Eretz right? There's two in Yonah and Hagem and Hashemayim. There's two ways that Hashem deals with us. There's one Hanhaga Alpi Seidu Uzman, 
There's one Anhaga that it's already set up by Rosh Hashanah, but there's another one, there's an above that, there's Anhaga Elois. It has nothing to do with the rest of the way that the world is running, and it's not under the angels that are set up and get their instruction on Rosh Hashanah on how to deal with everything. Hashem deals with it alone. And that is dependent on Eretz HaKadosh. Eretz HaSher Hashem Alekecha Doirish Oisa. This is the land that Hashem Doirish Oisa. He wants it. He looks for it. looks after it. Tamid Eini Hashem Alekecha Ba. Tamid. Me Rosh Hashanah Va'ad Achrishana. Ve'eni Tluya B'Mash Inikva B'Rosh Hashanah. So Eretz Yisrael also has this same type of thing. What do we do? Until we're zaychet to be there, we could be mekayim to plug into that by davening towards that means that we think about it and we try to connect to that. And that's why there was always a tremendous desire of the tzaddikim. Many stories are brought down. Many lives were lost of tzaddikim who tried to get to Eretz Yisrael. And there are many stories of certain tzaddikim that says Mashiach would have come had they gotten to Eretz Yisrael and there were different things that blocked them. That is also a source of light. We see it maybe on a, like everything else. We don't see things 100%. Not on Torah, not by plugging into Shabbos, and not by Eretz Yisrael. But we do see, with the right mindset, how when we are in Eretz HaKadosh, that we can have an aliyah and a clarity that that we can't get here in our in the rest of the Golas. And those who can't get there, as far as Tzion, Israel, Eretz Yisrael, it says, Echad HaNolidba, Sai one that is born there, means he's dwelling there, the Echad HaMatzapa and the one who is yearning to see it, and through that, a person can be Mamshech, tremendous light. So there were four Ma'ere Ar that he gave us in the third chapter to give us all of those things that we spoke about in the first chapter and in Aleph and Beis of this chapter, and that is tapping into the spiritual light that Hashem put into Torah, Mitzvahs, Shabbos Kodesh, and Eretz Yisrael.